0: Please leave your message for... Cole Street.
1: Hey, buddy. This is Zach, Super Executive Director of Beats.
0: We interrupt this program for a special news bullet. And now,
2: Indy City Football Live!
3: It's...
2: It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer, Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT. Recorded live from an undisclosed underground bunker, definitely not in Lithuania, here are your hosts, Cole Street, Jason Chisholm, Shelby, that's really her name, Street, and Carrie Bird.
3: Indy City Football Live, this week coming from the heart of Mapleton, Fall Creek. Which is not the heart of Mapleton, which is the heart of Fall Creek. Fall Creek Place, yes. Fall Creek Place, yes. That is the neighborhood name. We are in Fall Creek at a tap room. A tap room. We're Mm -hmm. back at a tap room.
4: Getting some deja vu here. Home of most of our podcast recordings last season. Yes,
3: it's nice to be back. It really
4: is. is. Got a little nostalgic tear in my eye when I walked (laughs) in.
3: For sure, for sure. Um, uh, We do not have... Two of our normal people, Cole and Shelby, are not here today, but we do have Zach Shorter from Upper Downtown.
1: Hello, everybody.
3: You remember that voice. (laughs) Super Executive Director of Beats.
1: Super Executive Director of Beats. Here with you all.
3: So we have some fun stuff to do today.
4: First, we have to uh, uh, tell people what Indy City Football is. Do we have
3: to get into the soccer stuff already?
4: Well, I have to tell you that Indy City Football is an adult recreational soccer league with a good citizenship twist. Twist. Teams uh, can earn points not just from wins or draws, uh, but they can also earn points for attending the after parties that are generous sponsors um, by donating blood, by attending volunteer activities, by helping a neighbor, and by using
3: responsible transit. Which we'll hear a little bit later about um, our event on Saturday at Turketti's, which is our sponsor for the podcast. Um, speaking of, is Katie Downey coming today? She is not. I have, like, four boxes of books in my car.
4: Uh-oh. Guess you'll have to keep those till Thursday. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Would love to get rid of them.
1: Put them in the trunk, out of sight, out of mind.
3: All right. Um, but they can still count. We can still That's bring gotta books, That's got to be correct?
4: affecting your gas mileage. Yeah.
3: Okay, as long as we can still count
4: it them. It still counts. It still counts.
3: Good. So, uh, we'll, we'll bring some more books. But we'll hear a little bit later. We did some live recording from... For caddies, some which pretty good
4: stuff. Um, yeah, so we're here. It's been, you know, Jason and I saw each other Saturday at the mm-hmm. Tricettys event. And Zach, you were there, yeah. too. Yes, I was. Well, we made made all experience. just basically yeah. see each other constantly. It's all we do. I know, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you ready to get into some League Two? League Two talk, yeah. League Two talk.
4: So I did pull up the scores, as you know. Uh-huh. I screenshotted them. <laughs> so let's see how long it takes me to figure out how to get into my photos. Um, League two, uh,
3: League wild two. week for week two. And by far the most entertaining of the leagues. We
4: had to really work hard not to talk about this on Saturday because we didn't want to ruin it for the recording today. Um, we had, honestly, a really incredible nail-biter. Um, a draw, actually, one one Old Speedway City and Meridian Kessler United. And this is the week, I think, where... Old Speedway City finally, like, reminded us that they're pretty legit. Rudy they, and Kessler are a very tough, very fit team.
3: They are, and um, I watched a little bit of this game. Um, I did not rep this week, so nice. I was able to kind of watch a little bit more. Um, it was 1-0 at half. I walked away and Speedway scored. I know it wasn't uh, Brent from UKG. He's still scoreless on the air, but.
4: Is that a little biscuit? No, no, Okay, no. No, that's, the, that's the tall biscuit. <laughs> I
3: don't know. I'm not sure who scored, but it was a very good result for uh, Old Speedway City. Um, another very strong showing from them.
4: So they uh, continue to impress. Uh, we had a pretty big uh, Compass Cup game. Two big Compass uh, Cup games. But this one was really big. Uh, this was Southside Soccer Club over Old North United 7 nothing. What do we think about Old North's recent slump? Have we talked to them? What's the deal? Can we get Matt Maples on the line?
3: We've been asking for Matt to come on to the show uh, the whole year. Yeah. He he's hasn't busy. done it yet. But, um, I did
4: see him briefly at the after party. He seemed in merry spirits despite the 7-1 loss, 7-0 loss. Yeah. Because
3: um, he's not, hanging
1: with all of us.
3: Yeah. and I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what happened. Cole's not here to talk about that game. Um, do you want to call Cole? Are you going to just like, put him on speaker? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Technology. Technology. What's up?
3: Hey, Cole. This is Jason from ICF Live. Uh, I got Carrie and Zach here with me. Uh, we are recording. Um, want to talk to you a little What's bit that? about... Uh, can you talk right now?
1: Yep. What's up? Sweet.
3: Great. Can you hear everybody?
1: Yep. Awesome.
3: Okay. So, do you want to start with your first your game against Old North, or do you want to talk about what it's like winning the Compass Cup?
0: Uh, I don't think we officially won the Compass Cup yet. I think, isn't it, if, since Real West got a win, if they beat us, they beat us head-to-head tiebreaker. So I thought that was the first tiebreaker.
3: Well, okay, then talk about your... <laughs>
1: whoops. Potential. <laughs> Did we just jinx them? <laughs> oh, no. Wow. I mean, wow.
3: let's we'll beat them last year. Talk wow. to us about then your uh, your, your win last That's year. That's me
1: knocking on wood.
3: Yeah, so lat- last week, last win week, last week's win.
0: Yeah, it was a really good game. I think um, it was hot. Old North only had two subs and we had um, eight. Uh, so I think at half, I think at halftime it was like one to zero or two to zero us, um, and then as the game wore on, you know we uh, came to, to basically our subs really played into our advantage at that point, and they were able to cap. So we were able to capitalize on their tired players. Uh, so I think that was really the biggest test. We you know we've talked about it before. Old North, a great team. They've beat two. They've beaten a lot of good teams this year. So. Um, I think if they have a full team show up, it's a different game, but we were just just happy to get that win and continue our uh, winning ways in the Compass Cup.
3: Yeah, so it was a big win for you guys. Um, I know uh, Near East, we just talked about them over Real West. Uh, Real West has beaten, excuse me, Old North, and you have beaten Near East, so I know it's kind of a you're the only ones right now. Who has yet to drop any points in the Compass Cup. So that's why I think we jumped to that conclusion that you guys were going to be uh the overall series champion. But you are right, there is an outcome. There's- well,
4: I also just did bad math and was like, Oh, there's only two rounds of games.
0: I thought well I thought the same thing last week and then I thought more about it and Oh
4: yeah, you did tell me you won the Compass Cup. That's why I believe it.
0: <laughs> I said I I said I think we did. I think I did. I don't think I don't think I said definitive, but um yeah, I don't think we, we did not. Yeah. Now, you know, we're we're going we're to keep focused up until the last game of the season right now against Real West. We know that they can show up and they always show up in the Compass Cup. So we're not going not gonna to count on anything until we take care of business in the last week.
3: That's the best way to do it. Now, cool. You guys, uh, Southside Soccer Club, also have moved into second place overall in <sighs> League Two. Are you prepared to uh, make that jump?
0: Um, well, we have quite a few people, including myself, I think that will not be at the game this Thursday. Um, so I think that the picture will look very different after this week. I think there's a lot of people that have nine points or more playing another team that has nine points or more. So as those results continue to shake out, I think we should see some gaps in the table, but, you know, Mm -hmm. we're focused on. You know, just each game, taking one game at a time and uh, making sure that we're creating a good experience for the people on our team now so they do want to come back. So were we to make the jump, we're not coming in with a whole new team against better teams, but we're continuing our synergy that we've developed this year.
3: That's very important. And it does look like you guys have one of the hardest uh, schedules left. Uh, If you're playing Fountain Square this week, then Garfield – Intermonon, and then finishing up the Compass Cup with Real West. What's your yep. chances of uh, winning out? How many, um, how many do you think you're going to win out of the
0: last four? Uh, my goal is two. Okay. And uh, I think we're I think we're in a good position to do that.
3: I think it's hard to disagree with that.
0: So I um, think if we get six points, I think we'll potentially get a buy in the first round of the League Two playoffs, and um. They'll be uh, have enough momentum going into last week, going into the playoffs.
3: And um, you were correct too. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams all within three points in League Two right now.
0: Wow. Yeah, we have uh, we have quite a few people this week. Some planned vacations and some unplanned illnesses that are going to factor in this week. So I'm I'm uh. It'll be interesting for sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, to avoid me
3: calling you back here in a few minutes, do you want to tell us a little bit about the game you reffed?
0: Um, it was a game, and I think the score says everything you need to know about the game.
3: All right. Well, thank you, Cole. Um, enjoy your vacation as much as you can. I hope you guys are taking care of yourself and getting better.
0: All right. Thanks, so guys. Bye. Cole. thank you. Michael. Cole. Yep. Bye, buddy. Bye.
3: I didn't know we could do that. That was really cool. Until you just, just pushed, pushed now, a button. And yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Hey, you can call anybody, hey. You can Call anybody. Holy smokes. Anybody.
1: Who do you want to call next?
3: <laughs> Let me go through my contacts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's prank
4: call someone. Do we have a good soccer <laughs> joke? <laughs> <laughs> we had Fountain Square over Sporting White River six to one. Uh, Sporting White River playing down a person the entire game.
3: Sporting, as, they, they have as they have been. been. Sporting yeah. White River,
4: like, if they could fill their team, they could be so incredible. I do think geographically that is a very difficult spot. Um, not a lot of density in that neighborhood other than IUPUI
3: students. Yeah.
4: <sighs> we got Intermonon um, going down to Bates Hendricks. Five to nothing. And this was supposed to be, I thought, an interesting game. Mm. Did anyone watch?
3: Did not um, was playing during this time. Um, I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure what has like been going on with Intermonon. Uh, uh, they've, um, they've been slipping. After we said, I mean, it might be podcast curse at this point because we Oof. said they were gonna be locked in to moving up, and they've dropped a few in a row now. Um, now, Bay Tendricks is a very good team. They're very, very good. Um, we risked the. Um, Also, now we risk putting them in a curse situation because it seems like they're locked. They're five points into first. Um, And then, like I said, behind them, there's seven teams all tied for, I mean, three points separating the next seven teams.
4: All right. Um, In League Two, we also had, uh, I think at this point, hashtag don't call it an upset, uh, my very own Garfield AC over Irvington, three to one. Probably one of the most shocking results uh, for the casual bystander, but maybe not to uh, those of us who've been working really hard to uh, refine our system and
3: our field positioning. I mean, it seems like the manager is the reason. <laughs> <laughs> it is.
4: We have, well, the reason the we've big had. big turnaround here for Garfield. We fielders. have had very strong players all season, and that's what was frustrating when we weren't coming up with the W mm-hmm. after our big, like, opening week nine nine two game. Mm -hmm. Um, so this was, um, a nine seed versus a two seed. And so maybe nine and two are our lucky numbers. Hey, Yeah, it was a thrilling game. Irvington, a very tough competitor. Um, my players were honestly just virtually flawless. They played a perfect game. Do you have a, how's
3: your schedule look for the rest of the year? Do you know? You know, I choose not to look forward. (laughs) 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 Um, for anyone else who is interested, as I am, Garfield, you're playing Real West, Southside Soccer Club, Sporting White River, and ending the year with Intermodon. So we have
4: a tough lineup ahead of us. We'll see how it goes. Some more League Two scores. Uh, we had yeah. in uh, the final Compass Cup game of the season, a Real West near East United matchup. Um, two fairly evenly matched teams, I think. Um, Near East United gets the win 5-3. to three. Their
3: first win. Their first win. Um, their first win of the year. Hey. Um, I had one of their players come up to me after at the after party and um, said it was something about me saying that they were a very chaotically good team. <laughs> but very chaotic was enough for them to push it over the edge and, and get that win. Well, congrats,
4: so, Near East United. That's Here's really great. That's awesome. Good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking to Case from Near East United here in a little bit. Excited Sweet. to hear from him.
4: Some really good perspectives, I think.
3: All
2: right, so I'm here with uh, Case Calvert. He's a non-playing team member with Near East United. Case, welcome to the show.
5: Hey, thanks for having me. I
2: appreciate you uh, coming here. Case, uh, for the rest of you pod squad, uh, reached, uh, tweeted at us that yes. he wanted some more Near East United content. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I, I DM'd him. Mm-hmm. and uh and said hey like what kind of stuff do you want to talk about he's like oh i don't know i've only listened to one episode <laughs> like oh That's man funny. you got to get on that <laughs> so hopefully you've gone back to the back catalog <laughs> i don't mean to put you on the spot but uh i told him that the best way to get some more nearest to united content was to come on the show so thanks so much for coming on the show, Case.
5: yeah no problem glad to be here i i think the next week you talked about this for like two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Something worked. I didn't, yeah. I
2: didn't know that there was a, there was a clock uh, uh, involved, but uh, based on how many times people say exactly that comment to me, <laughs> I think it's people like are out there stats. like, yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who's getting yeah. more possession?
3: Something
5: worked. Yeah. I we, mean, big result this week for
3: uh, Near East United. Yeah, talk about that game.
5: Yeah, no, uh, I think we weren't even sure we were going to have a full squad when the game started. Mm-hmm. It was going to be seven versus seven, so... Uh, we we're really thrilled to, like, have have a little bit of advantage. I think uh, near Real West wanted a sub from us, a female sub. Like, that is probably our only chance to win a game this year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we would have loved to help help them out, but uh, we were really trying to get a win. Uh, having zero under about belt just didn't look so good.
2: For sure. And uh, that really just follows with the trend of teams uh playing that line a, a lot harder you know mm-hmm. uh it's always been a rule uh that you have to have manager permission but uh this year teams have really been you know not letting teams get away with uh with you know no around the rules. yeah right so so tell me a little bit uh, you live in the uh, near east space Bay- what's your neighborhood
5: Well, actually, I think I'm technically in Upper Downtown. Oh, Zach! But I think our intention is to live in that neighborhood. Okay. And uh, where I work is actually in the Near East Side. Nice. Okay. uh, So we felt like at least it was somewhat of a fit, even though we're not uh, technically there right now. Um, Yeah. Previously, I think three years ago or so, we were on Fountain Square um, when we lived in Fountain Square. Right. And then, obviously, the pandemic happened. And sure. Uh, we were moved to California and back in that time period. and wow. Oh, wow. So, they brought us back, and we really wanted to get connected. And Near East was kind of just made yeah. sense for us.
2: Not a lot of city football leagues in California, I've heard. Yeah. So. Yeah, not a lot.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so,
5: uh, how did
2: you hear about any City football the first time around?
5: Um, I think it was maybe through, like, like, my connections with like, creative mornings. And some people I knew throughout the city just sort of found out about it. Sure those connections and like love the idea my wife. uh, played uh, soccer throughout her all all the way through college. Nice. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity for her uh, to get back connected into a sport that she loved. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually played a sport called power soccer for over 13 years. So there was just a general enjoyment of soccer and that'd be an awesome opportunity to connect with people in the community.
2: Right. And for those who uh, uh, are listening don't have the uh, advantage of knowing you or uh, seeing you right now. Tell us a little bit about power soccer and why you'd be playing that.
5: Uh, power soccer or other words known as power chair football nice, um, is an adaptive sport for individuals that use power chairs for their everyday mobility. Mm-hmm. So me, I, I have a disability called Duchenne's muscular dystrophy and so I use a power chair every day in my life and so uh, the sport is smaller uh, court it's on the basketball court we play four versus four um and i played for like over 13 years that's awesome um and a really like awesome opportunity to, like be competitive and uh there's a lot of other adaptive sports that I felt like you need other people's help but this was like really cool sport that i just sure could dedicate myself to and
2: absolutely now, last year, we added the ability to be a non-playing team member. Now, you had already become an icon showing up for uh, games for Fountain Square. Yeah. Like, uh, a lot of Indy City football uh, folks knew who you are were and saw you at games and that sort of thing. But tell me the difference between uh, showing up as a fan and showing up as a, a non-playing team member this year.
5: Well, I think basically I got a jersey this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. So I was like, oh, yeah, look official out here. I'm not just some random person standing on the sidelines, like a really actually part of the team. And so uh, that's really an awesome like change that I think happened. I don't know if you had it last year, but we weren't, weren't here, but being returning. And it was really awesome just to see like, oh, hey, I can really actually be a part of the team because like I want to help with the team. And right. so I've, like been doing uh, figuring help figuring out lineups for the team. Though it hasn't really helped until this <laughs> time. So, I don't know how really good I'm at it helping, but I
2: mean, I I think what you're trying to say is Near East United had never won a game until you showed up. That's what I. That's what I'm hearing. Same.
5: Sure. Yeah. (laughs) My rest of my teammates would probably say something different.
2: Well, uh, from a historical standpoint, last year was the first year that we did uh, the non-playing oh, team members. And in
3: fact, you can thank Carrie for that.
2: Carrie yeah. was our number yeah. one uh, first non-playing team member. I guess she'd follow the league. For, you tell your story. Since tell.
4: I've been following the league since the beginning, uh, just like creeping on social media. And I signed up for the emails and I was like, man, I love the idea, but I'm too scared to play soccer because I'm bad at things. Um, so I also don't like to wear closed-toed shoes, so can't play soccer in sandals. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I saw the email, and was I signed up within, like, 30 seconds of getting the email. But, yeah, I agree. It's, like, really fun to be part of a team, um, even when you're not necessarily on the pitch.
2: Well, and not playing team members, like, they're earning points. You're earning points for your team uh, in every way but – you know, being on the, on the field. So, I mean, some, some ways it sounds like the better deal to me. <laughs> you got, we neither of you two are serve. coming <laughs> away with injuries, right? Correct. <laughs> so.
5: Though I think I'm the only one on my team with a broken leg this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I so far. Don't do
2: them like that.
5: <laughs> we don't need any more reasons to not win games. So. Uh, no, no, we have an awesome team of people. and I uh, would love just the community that, Team has given us even though only won one game it's been a really awesome experience
4: so I heard a rumor um, and by rumor I mean we were talking about it before we started recording um, that you were doing some statistical analysis last week and I know you don't want to talk about that game because of it was kind of a dud to be analyzing but what is your um, maybe statistical maybe not statistical analysis of the difference? between last game and all the other games this season? Like, what was the special sauce that helped Near East win?
5: I think we switched up uh, We switched up a different formation last, the week before with four defenders because we were getting a lot of goals scored on us. Um, but the only difference I think for us is we switched some defender. Uh, Eric, we moved him up to as a forward and moved Dylan, who's kind of a speedy guy too. Uh, I think he was a right back, but he would stretch the field and like uh, we had a little more speed to get back on D, and I think that may have been, like, the change. It's just switching a couple people around. Um, I think Eric scored, like, within two minutes of starting the game. <laughs> so that was a really awesome way to start. <laughs> so uh, I think that was probably our big change uh, for the week. But consistently, people like uh, Rosa, who's on her team, has never played soccer in her life, is out there running around with sneakers on. Uh, but, like... Uh, Every team would probably love to have a Rosa on their team, just someone who really going out of their way to just get the balls and getting in the way and just causing trouble for other players. So she's really fun to watch. Um, and so I think that was also part of it too.
2: That's awesome. Uh, so how many people on this team did you know before uh, you joined the team?
5: Uh, the only two that we actually knew were Alicia and Josh were the two that were that was kind of one of our reasons for joining the team just because we knew them. And uh, Other than that, we, I don't think we knew any other ones. Obviously, we knew some people from Fountain Square. Sure. I mean, you and Jason, we mm-hmm. knew of, but the team was really just those two. And, but we really enjoyed connecting with our uh, new teammates, and uh, it's just been a blast. Nice, nice. I well, see if you want to
3: add anything, and you don't have to, talk a little bit about Lane. A little bit late. Uh-huh. I think that's your, that was your chaotic player that I kind of was mentioning on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very bad. enthusiastic, but also a little out of control.
5: <laughs> so Yeah, I don't know if your comments last week were all that loved by our team. There was <laughs> sort of a, a joke going on, I think, in, the, in our little group chat. We're like, Hi. so much for the chaotic team this week. We got to <laughs> win, so I think we... It was fun to kind of use that it's like a joke. For and, sure, for sure. The uh, yeah. lane uh brings a ton of energy to the team. Uh
2: so uh talk to me a little bit about uh, uh specifically with your disability and coming to a, a organization of folks uh who um are playing soccer. What what does it mean to be included as part of that part of the, your neighborhood team and be involved in, in that way?
5: I think it just I think it's just the idea that I'm like everyone else, it's like, just part of the community, like I don't have to be different or I don't have to be othered or like just knowing that like I'm accepted as part of the team and um, there's no like questions about why you're here or whatnot, just sort of embracing people of wherever they're from, whatever they've experienced. I think it's like been a really awesome opportunity. I think that's why people love coming you get people that don't even play soccer or never played soccer love being a part of it and so I think I just fit right in with the rest of the people that love Indy City football
2: I love it the only people we other in Indy City football is jerks <laughs> and you Harry Morton yeah. I'm just joking, I'm just joking. Uh, I'd say cut that out if they listen to the podcast They don't. <laughs> <laughs> well any uh, final words before we part ways my friend
5: I don't think so, but I, I will say, I think uh, near East United may actually win our league. You just better watch out. You
2: know, Jason, uh, Jason was doing the math.
3: Yeah. So, There's a mathematical yeah. chance for you to get top three still. So. I, I keep saying
5: we are, but, you know. Maybe my logical brain says. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. the point
2: the points are there. the The question is: Do you would you want to? <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: yeah. Maybe a couple <laughs> years there. of d- development in League Two. Yeah. Uh, before yeah. you get excited to. Because
5: then we'd be really getting
2: squashed. <laughs> <through> that. <laughs> That's funny. Well, thanks so much for coming out, Case. We really appreciate your time and energy. And uh, Case actually joined the League office uh, this year. Uh, he's already done some work. Uh, he's. Uh, w- With the design team, he's a great designer, uh, and uh, has uh, helped out in in that way, and is uh, getting more involved. and We're we're so happy you you got you came back to Indianapolis uh, to join Indy City Football. So
5: yeah, it's been my highlight of the summer. So all right, having me on today, appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. and
1: City
3: is a very good team. They're very very good.
4: Um, so we have them in first. We have Southside Soccer Club in second. Who's filling that three spot?
3: Right now, Southside, Meridian, Kessler, and Irvington are all tied with 13 points. Wowie. Only that's separated. That's last few weeks. Yeah. I love it. All right, that's all there is for League Two. Hey, we need to uh, talk about their next week's schedule.
4: Well, I don't have that, Jason. You're doing it. Unless Zach wants to. Zach can do
1: it, too. For the 630 slot, we have Intermonon versus Near East United. Real oh. West versus Garfield. AC, and then rounding up the first hour, Old North United and Sporting White, White River, excuse me. And then for 7.30 games, we have the Meridian Kessler United uh, versus uh, Bates Hendricks game, uh, FC Fountain Square and Southside, as well as Old Speedway City and Irvington FC. So that's quite a quite a few really interesting matchups, good matchups, I think. Yeah.
3: Now we're we're both in League One, so yes. we haven't played any of these teams other than you played Speedway, we played Real West. Right. Um. But I didn't play that game, and I don't believe you were there. because I was I not there either. Yeah. So,
1: I was I was gone.
3: Uh, why do these matchups jump out to you?
1: Sure. Um, I think that with the streak that Speedway is on. And with uh, Irvington being so close to having that chance to make some noise there at the end, I think that could be a, a fun game to watch.
3: It will definitely be interesting seeing uh, Irvington come off the loss to yeah. Garfield. Yes. How they'll rebound against a Speedway team, which has shown flashes of being very good, but still a young team. Mm-hmm. I, I still think Speedway is a good year out from um, being in that title contention Yeah, because they're
1: mostly first year players aren't mostly, they or, yeah. yeah that's awesome
3: um, but anything can happen that's right in this and they are one of the speedways, one of the teams that are within those three points mm-hmm. so they can sneak up into there but it, it'll be an interesting game it'll be a very tough game um, but one that I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the outcome to
1: yeah what about you what's, what's one that you're looking forward to
3: um the meridian kessler united bates hendrix um bates is a very strong team they've only lost once it was a very injury prone game um and they're gonna be taking on meridian kessler who as we just heard is number three overall um tied technically for second they um good team fast fit team they um i know they have um players positioned around the field to help with water, sub breaks, uh, and visuals. So it'll be interesting to see how um, the speed of Meridian Kessler can go up against the Bates Hendricks team. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. But I think, you know, like every week for Indy City football, you're going to have really good games. You it's, are. And you're not going to know the outcome, because like uh, we heard from Cole, there could be sicknesses, traveling, um, where Southside and Found Square would be an amazing game. It may not be this week, um, but then you don't know. Maybe it's a nail biter one 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 two draw, you know, real close at the end. So yeah, it will be interesting to see. That's why we play the
5: games. <laughs> so
2: uh, we are here uh, at a tap room. Um, we uh, want to put out a special thanks to them. First of all, they did an incredible job hosting the after party. I think it was two weeks ago. Uh, at barbecue, mm-hmm. it, you know, it was a great, great turnout. I love the the uh, beers that were out here. And they had so much fun that they came out yes. to the games last week and uh, handed out coupons, which if you grabbed one of those, they're uh, only good for another day or two. So get up to a tap room uh, and handed out free waters
3: Yeah, that was great uh, to have and had there.
2: a great time. And uh, so uh, as a thank you to the thank you to the thank you, we thought we'd come out here and uh, and uh, do a recording for old time's sake. So we're glad to be back at a tap room. Uh, I am here with Zachary Clary from FC Fountain Square. Uh, Fountain Square has given me grief several times in a row for... How much I've talked about Molly, uh, who has played, I think, what, two games? Two games. Two, games. two out of eight. Oh, yeah. But one of those games was against me where she murdered my neighborhood team, so it left an and impression. <laughs> and then finding out that she was D1 uh, uh, caliber was, was why she's got so much airtime. But mm-hmm. we're here to rectify that, Zachary, <laughs> with uh, uh, two and a half minutes to five minutes of your own time talking about fountain square so let's talk about first of all uh how many years have you played Indy city football how did you find about it uh are you playing for your neighborhood team and one other random fact
6: uh so yeah first of all thanks for having me um this is my first year playing um we found you guys actually we i say we because my brother plays too nice Uh, my brother taylor saw an instagram post and he forwarded it to me. He's like, hey, why don't we, why don't we sign up for this? Let's nice. do this. We live in Fountain Square. Let's play. We play for Fountain Square. So nice. So we do play for our neighborhood team. Love it. Um, we're really enjoying it so far.
2: Nice. And you guys have played soccer before. Uh, we traditionally don't name other leagues. Yeah. So we, but you we, have played. Have,
6: we both played in high school. Uh, we both played, like, intramural stuff in college. I, I went to IU. He went to Purdue. We weren't, like, on club teams or D1 sure. teams or anything like that. But sure. we, we did play, like, intramural stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we have played for those other leagues. <laughs> we, did, we did two or three seasons a couple years ago. Sure, um, we enjoyed that. But I will say this has been this has been much more fun by far. Like the, with the after parties and getting to know our neighbors and stuff like sure. that. it's been much, much, much better. Uh, in my opinion, so awesome.
2: Uh, and so, uh, talk to me about the Fountain Square season. What has that been like? Uh, you know, it's a it's a long season compared it, to those other leagues. It's a long leagues. season. Um,
6: uh, we've been we've been up and down. We started with two losses uh, against Irvington and Bates, who mm-hmm. have turned out to be two of the better teams in the league so right, far. Right. Um, our next two games, we we beat Near East, uh, and then we beat Garfield. Uh, those are the two games that we had Molly. Uh, we really started to, start, started to kind of get into our groove mm-hmm. uh, with her, and she's been out the last four weeks. Uh, we lost to. Uh, who do we play on our friendly Fletcher Place? We okay. Lost four to two to Fletcher Place. Sure. So we, we played them well. We were actually up two to one at halftime in that game. It's a um, close
2: game for a League One team.
6: It was a close game. We kind of ran out of gas, and we we kind of saw, hey, maybe the, maybe the difference in the League One, League Two is a little bit of conditioning, which mm. we don't we don't have the greatest. Um, but we were also missing Molly, missing a couple of our best players the last sure. four weeks. Um, followed that up with another another loss, two to nothing to Murdy and Kessler. Um, they're a very good defensive team. We just couldn't get much going offensively. Uh, and I think that's the week when I listened to the podcast, we kind of gave you guys a little bit of grief for, because um, <laughs> the, week, the week preview was, okay, what are they going to do against Intermonon? Yes, and the first question somebody said was, "Well, they're going to have Molly." Or not? Yeah, right, right. Uh-huh. So we kind of put the chip on our shoulder that week, and right. said, hey, we got to prove to these guys we can do it without Molly. For sure, we um, have way too much power <laughs> on this
2: podcast. <laughs> We're literally just manufacturing bulletin board <laughs> material. Here. That's exactly what
6: it was. So we came out and played very, really, very well against uh, Intermonon and won that game four to two.
2: And oh. I actually had the, the pleasure and sorry for you, oh, the displeasure yeah. for you to, of uh, <laughs> refereeing that game. And I just thought it was like a good I, competition.
6: I thought you, you reffed well. We appreciate consistency. Oh, sure. Like, I try to suck equally for perfect. sure. Refereeing is a thankless job for <laughs> yeah, sure. So yeah, yeah. We just want consistency. That's but all we ask
2: for. The the one thing that I noticed from that game was just uh, I, I felt like it was well competed. Yeah. Uh, lots of excellent play. Lots of excellent passing. Um and really, you know other than normal soccer you know we we do play contact sport right. other than, other than normal stuff i I thought everybody had great attitudes, I thought it was exactly the kind of indie city football game that we 're going for, which is like competitive but not like killing each other right uh and so i just thought it was a lovely game and you guys came sometimes, out
6: sometimes that's harder for me as a bigger guy and you sure. give me credit for pulling up on one in that game <laughs> i get my momentum moving yeah it's sure hard to stop sure at 270 pounds sure so i don't have the lateral quickness to get out of the way clear, so, um, but yeah no we had a lot of fun that game and then this last week we beat sporting right we were Five or six to one. They were they were down a man. So, right, right. Um, I thought they played very well considering mm-hmm. you, know, you don't have any subs and stuff like that. It was actually very close to halftime, and then we scored three or four early in the in the okay. second half. They just kind of ran out of gas. They don't have any subs. Or sure. It was a very tough one, but hats off to them for competing the way they did.
2: July is traditionally the toughest month in Indy City football. Uh, because uh, people are vacationing, right? And so uh, it tends to be a, a Yeah, a Molly, Molly missed
6: the last four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there's the question. Really where <laughs> the hell is
3: she
2: vacationing? <laughs> Did she go no. back to school? <laughs>
6: <laughs> we were looking her up. We looked her up <laughs> online. Uh, oh, yeah. She's she's not still in school. We'll clear that rumor up. Oh, she's yeah, not yeah. still in school. She graduated, I think, back in 14, 15. She's been out of school even years close. Now, so. mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> That's good. And what do you guys have uh, in terms of uh, previews? like what, what games do you have coming up what are the challenges uh, we've, got,
6: we've got a big one this week against Southside
2: oh yeah uh, okay. don't want to
6: give away too much sure um, hopefully we do have Molly back cause she would be a big help versus them because we, we watched them against Old North last week they were warm, they were playing on the field we, mm-hmm. we were warming up for the 730 game sure uh, they look a, good caught a little they? bit of their game they looked very good against Old North last week so. I think
3: they only look really good because of their uh, alternate the super kids definitely yeah.
6: help for yeah, sure there's no question really they, put a, they put a few goals in the back of the net so I'll say they look good on the field too regardless of the kit
2: right so. right that's awesome. Now, uh, I saw you actually uh, on Saturday. You came to the Indy Reads' uh, uh book drive. I got yeah. I, gotta, gotta, I
6: mean, I only live two blocks away, so i got to come out and get some good lunch. Yeah, and beer, right.
2: And yeah. Awesome. Uh, shout out to uh, Torchetti's, of course, a sponsor of the podcast. I had uh, the great pleasure of having my third sandwich there. I ate the Reuben, uh, Reuben I think oh. it is. Uh, it was glorious, delicious. I'm on a quest to eat every single sandwich there, so...
6: And they're all delicious. You can't really go wrong. <laughs> I will say, I, I live there. I, I go there frequently. They're very, very good.
2: Now, uh, Indy City Football, being a like mostly democracy, we love to uh, take ideas from people who've been here for a decade and people who are brand new. What kind of things would you like to see in the development of the league moving forward?
6: Um, I mean, everything I've heard so far about the this. Uh, Indy Cup, and mm-hmm. I think I think I think would be. Um,
2: Are you saying you're a yes vote? I am a yes vote. Yes! For that. I am absolutely a yes vote. For that. <laughs>
6: um, having not played in the playoff format, I can't really say for sure. But I mean, sure. it sounds like it sounds like it would be a definite improvement.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. So very so cool. For that. And we're and we're pretty
6: close to uh, promotion. We're right on that bo- that borderline. Everybody in League Two is really right, really, really close together right now. So Jason, we'll I see I how these League. I don't know if if, if, if we get promoted. Uh, League One playoffs might be tough, so we would probably prefer the Indy Cup format. But.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now Jason was, uh, I don't think you he had headphones on at the time, but uh, Jason uh, has done the math, and I think every, is it every single team?
3: Every team
6: has a chance to get into the top three.
2: Every League Two team still is mathematically within reach. Well,
6: now, well, there's, yeah, because there's four games left, and Southside's in second with 13.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'll have three teams tied at 13. You guys are currently tied with, um, Inner Moon on with twelve, Right.
6: and we've got Southside this week, so that's a big one.
3: Is there? I mean, remind
2: uh, our audience what the tiebreakers are, right? So if there's if there's a the top three, uh it doesn't include Indy City football points. If you're new to the, to, it's
6: head to head. Three of the four teams in front of us have beaten us head to so. head.
2: Got it. Got it. Okay. Um so, I was just gonna say yeah, if you if you're new yeah. if you're new to Indy City football and you're listening to the podcast, first of all. Wow, how lost are you? (laughs) Second of all, (laughs) uh, teams do get uh, extra points for volunteering, for transit, uh, for uh, doing good in the city. Uh, But that does not take into account this weird, wonky year of promotion relegation, Mm -hmm. uh, which I guess wouldn't be weird and wonky if people voted no for Indy Cup. But of course, no one's going to do that. No one's going to vote no. I don't know why you would. Uh, I did, somebody at the after party, I think it was that month actually uh-huh. uh, yeah. said he was gonna get it he was gonna print up a vote no for indycov yeah. Yeah. which sounds like him uh but anyway so yeah there, you're still very very close to the top but yeah head to head is is one of the ones so it will you'll have to hope for some losses i think so
3: okay. which uh, so, yeah there's
2: a lot of good or, games or we might
6: be happy in fourth Half, half of our team would probably say we're happy in fourth to stay in the League 2 playoffs. There is, so.
2: I mean, we are going to have to, like, put some anti-tanking th- rules in because there's definitely people who... I will, say, I will
6: say that <laughs> if we're full strength, if we have Molly and Matt and all of our other players there, I think we can compete with anybody. Mm. I will say that, but, yeah.
5: Is there any extra points for, like, nice beards or mustaches? <laughs> yeah,
2: Haha, in fact...
5: Our team might really benefit from
2: that. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh I, I don't know if I think we posted it. Uh, we talked about it, yeah. Yeah, so this year the um so you weren't here, but uh and I guess you weren't here either, but last year we did this new program called uh Mustaches for Mental Health. And we basically uh, it was sort sort of a deal where you would wear a mustache and we donate a dollar and we raised a couple hundred bucks for NAMI, which is uh uh the Indiana chapter of uh, Mental Health Organization for Men um and but this year uh we are changing that format to an actual tournament during the playoffs so it'll be a head to head so let's say uh Jason shaves into a mustache and you have a mustache you would literally go head to head in a tournament style and whoever got the most donations for the organization would move on uh and fake mas- mustaches are also welcome so there's no, oh. there's no, uh, dependency on the ability to, to grow a mustache or not. Uh,
6: I will say that I, I feel like if I shave my beard off and just go with the mustache, I will be upset if I lose to a fake
1: mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I will be <laughs> very upset if I lose to
6: a fake mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable.
2: That is, I would, uh, I would ha- empathize with that for sure. <laughs> uh...
6: I know there's ladies in this league and you get to compete too, but I would be very upset. if no <laughs> for you uh, for, for my
5: team, that's my only way I'm going to really contribute. It's <laughs> my mustache. There
2: you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, uh, yeah, it should be an interesting, uh, you know, we, we like to experiment uh, here in Indy city football. So hopefully it'll be a, a more interesting way to, to raise money. Maybe we'll get more than a couple hundred bucks this year. So uh, we'll see at the very least it should be entertaining. So, uh, case do you have a, a a question as a fellow player uh now you've been in the league before but this is your first season with 24 teams uh, and this is uh do you go by zach or yeah, just okay yep. uh this is zach's first year in the league do you have any questions as a fellow player about his experience uh on your former team
5: yeah uh for us we were, we were doing pretty sad when we last played there uh so how's it really been like building, you know, camaraderie and like, how is it kind of connecting with and figuring each other out?
6: Um, we've we've really enjoyed that. That's like I said, that's me and my brother, this is our first year playing, and that's been our favorite part as compared to the other leagues that we played in. Um, but getting, getting to know some of our neighbors and, you know, a couple of the after parties that we haven't gone to, we've had our own after party at Upland or Fountain Square Brewing. Uh, And then we have an after-after party at (laughs) Invibe. So we've we've had a lot of fun together. Um, I will say that that, that's been the biggest thing, especially with so many new players this year. I feel like probably at least half of our team or so is probably this is our first or second year playing. Hmm. Um, So, And I think that probably contributed to some of the early season struggles. I won't say we would have beat Irvington or Bates that early in the season. I feel like we'd play them a lot closer if we played them now. Um, so that chemistry and, and that team building has been a big part of our season so far, for sure.
2: A lot of Fountain Square alum uh, here because yeah. Jason uh, played for Fountain Square. What years was that?
3: Uh, first through
2: the fifth or sixth, I eighth. think. Eighth, really? Yeah, I think. Was it that long? Was,
3: uh, eight. Last year was the first year I wasn't on. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so first through seven.
2: Mm. Mm, there was there were some strong years and there, there were some was, not strong years. There <laughs> were
3: some really good years and there's still some of those people hanging around the league. Um, I
2: feel
6: like if we can keep the yeah. group we've got together now going, we'll be in good shape. For sure. But
2: definitely uh consistency is is a, a huge uh advantage in Indy City football. And uh, you know, we love to rag on uh, sporting hair Morton, but one of their strengths has been that they have played together for almost the entirety of uh of this league. So um you know the 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 stronger you build those connections the stronger that team becomes even if you started with players who didn't start uh knowing the game of soccer or playing right. uh you know oftentimes a couple couple years with people they they like turns into i will throw a quick
6: little off topic um kind of a team building thing for us if anybody else in the league wants to be in fountain square uh the week off that we have okay is what two weeks from now uh, i believe 11th, so. Yeah, week. yeah so that that August twelfth, uh, there's a concert at Hi-Fi. Okay. A buddy of mine is the lead guitarist. Nice. Goodbye June. Twenty dollar ticket. It, open invitation. To anybody in any City football, buy your tickets, come see Goodbye June. There will be at least three or four members from Fountain Square there. And uh, three or four
2: time. after parties. It sounds absolutely. like. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
6: We'll do a little bar crawl. Grand Spring, Fountain Square, by, <laughs> upland We'll go. he'll hit them all.
2: Uh, uh, legal is telling me that, to uh, say that this is an unofficial <laughs> <laughs> Indy City football uh, uh, event. but Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming out, Zachary. Absolutely. Thank uh, you spend, for having me. Spending some more time uh, on Fountain Square, uh, giving us some light. Uh, if uh, you are <coughs> listening now and uh, you don't love how much time your team has or has not gotten, <laughs> both of these uh, individuals are an excellent example of people uh, tweeting us reaching out to us and saying, Hey, let me come and talk about my team and my experience with any city of football football,
3: always an open invitation,
2: you know, every, you know, the number of people who volunteer to put this uh, league on, uh, is, uh, a huge number. Uh, and that goes all the way down to this podcast. Uh, like, People like jason spending his time editing people like carrie doing uh, all the work of of hosting and Absolutely. putting together thank you guys for doing what you guys uh, do you know
6: this, this is what makes the league so much more enjoyable than those other leagues right for me anyway right so.
2: so we we appreciate uh all you guys uh and whether you're a returning player or a first-time player we uh, welcome you into uh into the league uh, not just as a player but like Truly, like the more involved you get, the more influence you have on, on how the league develops. So
3: And there's a lot of nonsense in our league. No, oh, for sure. It's not just, you know, here it is, pay money, you play. No, we, we rope you into podcasts and after parties oh, yeah. and book wait, donations.
6: I have alternate jerseys, which I will say Fountain Squares look fire. I hope we get them soon. Yeah, right. Yeah, you hoping, guys made an order?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah. I had this whole conversation with uh with Tom, the captain of uh, uh Broad Ripple City mm-hmm. up at Half Leader. And he goes, Jordan. You just gotta remember, this isn't a soccer league. It's community theater. <laughs> <And> he's, <laughs> been way, sent, yeah. he's been sending me memes about that ever since. So I think he's, I think he's kind of right sometimes. So, but oh. I'm oh. glad you guys all came out uh, and uh, came and talked on the podcast. We rep- appreciate your time and your participation and help in the league. So
6: absolutely. Thank you
3: for having us. Well, thank you. Bye. All right, we're going to get back into some League One scores.
4: League One scores. I guess I'm doing it because I just started reading them. Um, nope, that's the wrong week that I screenshotted because those two teams are not in the same league.
1: That's all right. I actually have them up. So Good, it you is do Okay, it. I will <laughs> do it. So for the 630 matchups, we had Sporting Heron Morton on top. Uh, coming out on top, 7-1 over Broad Ripple City. Have another tough loss there. Uh, Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue United. Congratulations. First
3: time. No, yeah. no, no. Second time. Well, I mean, first in this episode. Oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh,
1: yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, I made sure I, I yeah. was going to have that right going, going forward. So uh, big win over uh, Atletico Pogues' run 7-0. Um, good win there. Um and then for the third matchup we had uh, Martindale with a uh, a narrow victory over Midtown six to five
3: which uh I mean for midtown to hold on yeah and keep pace really with impressive
4: with yeah.
1: Martindale
3: is very good.
1: I wondered I, like nothing against Midtown I was like, oh is that a typo and I was like because Martindale's a, a tough team and then be able to have midtown.
4: They are my pick for league champions mm-hmm. as you may remember. that's right.
1: That's right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. And then for the 630 match, uh, excuse me, 730 matchups, we had Riverside City uh, drawing with Mapleton. this wasn't a, uh, quite the outcome. Um,
3: I'd call it shocking. It is. I think this was um, the talk of the after party.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, it was, and correct me if I'm wrong, just to make sure, uh, Mapleton was down three. Yes. And then scored 3, you know, in the second half to to uh, tie it up at 6, which is Yeah. and Riverside is really good this year. They are. Um, they're so good. They are really 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 good. They have a lot of um, very talented players play with, uh play with I've played with them, you know, just pick up games mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they're 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 just, they play very well together. So um Yeah, that's a that's a that was a surprising... A huge surprise, game. Yeah.
3: Um, I, Mapleton left the field looking like they had won the game.
4: They probably felt like they I had. the end of this game. Do you want to pick up your yeah. microphone and give us the deets? Please yeah, do, because right. I did How's not see this. I was playing Jordan's here, guys. He just walked in.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I got the chance to watch the end of this game, actually. Uh, and uh, Mapleton was down, apparently 3-0 at a half. Okay. Um, Okay. And uh, Riverside had scored. That's what it was. Okay. Scored several uh, goals early in the second half. And in fact, out of the six goals, I believe one player scored five of them. Uh, Riverside was playing with. were you reffing this game? Is that no, why you I
3: was sh- playing in the game next. To
2: oh, it. so you were kind of like looking from the side. Yeah, okay, got gotcha. you. the game
3: next to viewing. That's skill. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely uh, watching. It's the uh, a little bit of a
2: humble brag that he's <laughs> playing keeper and watching the game next door. But, um, so, so Riverside was up quite a bit, and uh, apparently, uh, Mapleton scored uh they scored a five to tie it up the Riverside got one more, and then I watched the last uh probably a couple minutes. they scored one um, to tie it up and uh Riverside just couldn't get get uh, the uh, one last goal although they kept possession for the, the end of the game um, but i will there's a little caveat here, mm. and that is that Riverside did not have any subs. Uh, whereas oh Mableton boy. did. So there's, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, there, I think it was, there, I can't remember if it was three folks from the back line or the front line that went there for Riverside. But, uh, you know, one of, th- one of the things about that long season yeah. is uh, not everybody can make every game, and so it, it really matters sometimes <laughs> the weeks that uh, you do or you don't. That's right. But regardless, Mableton sort of kept with its character <laughs> and, uh, you know, was down to begin and, and uh, brought it back. Almost almost winning, really, at the end. So uh, I, I got to say, too, just a shout-out to both teams because it was just a beautifully Indy City football game. Like, great attitudes all around. Everybody's passing. Uh, so so it was gorgeous soccer. Uh, great shots. Everybody's following their ball. It was, it was exactly what I would hope to see um, uh, as commissioner of Indy City football.
4: So while Jordan gets a beer, Zach's going to take us home with the League One
1: score. That's right. So second matchup, we had Hawville coming out on top, 4-0 over AC Mile Square. And then we had on field six, Rial Fletcher Place uh, winning, 3-1 over Upper Downtown My Team. Um, and that was actually a really fun game. Um, Jordan was speaking of a very Indy city football-like match. Uh, there's a lot of honesty in this match. There were calls that were, and I quote unquote called incorrectly, but somebody from the other team was like, no, actually that went off of me or that stuff like that. And it just, when you have stuff like that, it just sets a good tone where everybody just, everybody just falls in line and everybody has a good time. I mean, we had no subs. I'm not in shape enough to be able to play a full match um up front trying to run around or whatever and uh it, it just even then it was still you know a lot of fun playing good. against in you know royal Fletcher place so uh hats off to them i'm glad
3: you guys had a good honest game which we could say the same about uh hallville that's
4: what well, i was hoping that jason would come back to the hawville game also in terms of very non indy city football well games. i am
1: <laughs> happy to provide a segue for you. That was a lovely (laughs) springboard. Uh, (laughs) You're welcome.
3: Uh, Hallville had a really uh, tough game against AC Miles Square. Good team is the first game that I was actually playing keeper again. And um, we have the the clean sheet, shutout 4-0. But that's not due to me. That's uh, Hallville's defense for sure. Um, But uh, we'll have a couple tough games coming up against Mapleton and Riverside. But, uh, Paulville is number one overall right now, and um, it will be a fun end of the season for us. Some
4: really good games coming up for you guys. Yeah, thank you.
1: All
3: right, League
1: One, Week 9. That's right. So, um, for the 630 matchups, we have Midtown and my team up or downtown, so that's going to be fun.
4: Oh, that actually, I think, could be a really nice game. I know, game. right? It yeah. will be, I think.
1: Um, Atletico pokes run, uh, plays Martindale, and then...
3: Yeah, how Martindale and um, Midtown was able to hang with Martindale. Let's see if APR can. The Pogies. Mm The Pogies. (laughs) See how they do this week against them.
1: Sure. And then you got your matchup, Uh, Mapleton and Havel. That's going to be... It's we'll gonna see, be a yeah. good one. We'll I might see. be peeking over every now and then if, if I have if we have subs this week. <laughs> and then uh, at the seven thirty matchups, we have AC Mile Square against the Commonwealth of Massachusetts United Avenue.
3: That will be a, a really a, good game. A it will be. Of last year's oh, it semifinal. will be. Yeah, and those are two now mid mid pack teams right now who um, are doing very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be a very good game.
1: Should be. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Sporting Heron Morton against Riverside City, which will also be another good matchup. That's uh, going to be huge. That's going to be um, one of those where it can go either way, honestly. Um,
4: oh, I know which way I want it to go. Oh, I know which way I want it to go, too.
3: <laughs> I'm torn.
1: <laughs>
4: I, am, I am
3: torn now. I know oh, who I want to win, but I, it's hard to root for him.
1: Sure. Understood understood and then uh the last game is uh broad ripple city looking to bounce back against real fletcher place so uh should be a awesome week nine for both league one and league two
3: for sure looking forward to it heck yeah this thursday at Koontz, like always
4: this week's after party is a thrilling adventure over to our friends on the east side. Um, one of my favorite venues to drink beer in and also just hang out in um, Black Acre Garden. Yes. It's on Bonnet Avenue. for They Irvington. sponsor the Irvington team. I went last year. If you want to go and play weird drinking games with the <laughs> Irvington soccer team, this is the after party for you. Yes.
3: They will. Irvington will definitely be there in full force.
4: Lots of space, lots of parking, really good beers, really good food. There's no reason not to go.
3: Carrie, do you want to do a quick 30 seconds? I have what it takes.
4: All right. So we picked up with Gabby and Rachel both keeping some of the guys after sending three home because they weren't ready and they wanted to keep the others because they wanted to get to know them a little better before they sent anyone home. There was a group date where the men wore speedos, but I literally remembered nothing else about it because I was really stressed out that day. Then they had some one-on-one dates and I think the sequence is wrong with what I'm saying, but Rachel went on a date with a guy whose name was either Jordan or Logan and they went up in a zero gravity thing in a flight. Don't forget, she's a pilot, so it was kind of a cute idea. She uh, sent him home at dinner because she was like, I'm just not feeling it. It was awkward. Uh, then Gabby went on a date with this guy whose name was either Jordan or Logan, the other one. And she kissed him. She likes him. They had a nice time. I don't remember anything about him.
2: Impeccable as always. Uh, all
3: right. Let's end this episode. Um, we will be recording again next week somewhere. If you are on a team and you're listening to this, and we don't talk enough about you. Matt Mabels. <laughs> yeah. Where's Anybody? Matt? Uh, also, if we are truly this powerful with our podcast, Mapleton's not real this week. And we will <laughs> see you guys, and we'll talk to you all next Tuesday. Goodbye. It's a beautiful day in this
5: neighborhood. We're day here live
4: day. from our Indie Reads event here at Turketti's, the podcast sponsor and sponsor of Fountain Squares team, um, we're excited to be here. Yes, we, we just are. ate some delicious meats. We did. What did you have? I had the breakfast platter, so I ate some bacon. I had some scrambies; those are what I call scrambled eggs now. I had some tots. I had some English muffins, and then I also decided to get a side of gravy because I'm a monster. And guess what? It was the best gravy it was I've ever had. Worth it. Like yeah. tater
3: tots and gravies are yeah. staple.
4: What did you get? Chicago dog. Nice. They yeah. Pickle delicious. is good. P- Can confirm the best pickle. pickle. We're not going to go into another pickle pause. No, we cannot. Uh, uh, we have the audio. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here collecting books for any else. Yeah. We got, a, we
3: got a good turnout right now. There's yeah. a photo that just got posted probably. A very
4: heavy contingent here from my own Garfield AC. Very proud to see that. Um, Surprised there's not more Havel people here given that it's right next door. That's not true. That's not true know, at all. I know.
3: <laughs> I did invite one uh who is somewhat close but uh, a lot of garfield no found square where's found square i don't know okay
4: so jason yeah i didn't tell you beforehand i just told you there was a surprise there's a surprise
3: <laughs> I It's time for the game show that's sweeping the nation. It's Are You Smarter Than a Meat Butcher? Starring Kerry Bird. This is not going to be good. Okay,
4: so what we're doing is I'm going to give you a name of something, <laughs> and you have to tell me whether it is an Italian meat okay. or someone who has played for Italy's national soccer team.
3: All right this is gonna be terrible i know Carrie, well, see, this is good
4: i know thank you i'm this gonna
3: this is good i'm
4: keeping yeah. track on my fingers okay score. okay okay we'll start with an easy one just because i want you to gain a false sense of confidence of course we've got capicola okay yeah
3: i think he played in the italian meat division yeah
4: he did uh it's a dry cured pork shoulder in case you never really thought about what capicola is we'll also be learning some meat facts good
3: good way. what a place to learn meat facts All right.
4: Are. So, your next one is Spinazzola.
3: Um I'm going to say meat again.
4: It's an Italian footballer. From when? I don't know. I Googled list of Italian footballers. Wait,
3: you don't, you have it, the I meat saw his facts, picture. but not
4: the, I saw his picture. the
3: player facts?
4: Yeah, no, oh, sorry. Can't do it. All right, the next one is Copietta
3: that's a player
4: that is a long thin dried <laughs> salt cured strips basically italian beef jerky thank
3: you for giving me the full sense of security <laughs> here
4: um so next we have nyoto g-n-o-t-o
3: that is a soccer player
4: that is correct
3: i wish i knew more about him
4: um okay so next we have
3: and, and just the pronunciation, like, you're, I don't know if that is because I've it's seen, a meat. It's a meat.
4: It is a short, matured salami from the Parma region.
3: I didn't know if you were going to say short, matured player yeah. of an Italian I mean, soccer I, team. What
4: a weird way to describe a person. <laughs> I've seen The Godfather. I think my pronunciations are yeah, pretty odd. Yeah, okay, on. okay. Okay, well, I saw the first, like, third of The Godfather, then I fell asleep. Okay, so our next one is Locatelli. Uh,
3: player. Correct. Okay.
4: Um, next we have...
3: Bonocci.
4: Bonocci. That's an Italian footballer. Really? Yeah. Um, next we have... Ciuscolo.
3: That's a player.
4: That's a smoked salami from the East Coast.
3: (laughs) Isn't this fun? (laughs) This is fun, because I have no idea what's happening.
4: Next, we have Biroldo.
3: That's a player.
4: That's a a Tuscan blood sausage. We have Mancini. Player.
3: That is a player. All right, right. all right, all right. Next, we
4: have... This is a longer word, so I have to give myself a second. Okay. Finocchiona.
3: Soccer player.
4: That's an old yeah. world salami with fennel seeds in it. All right. It's fine. Uh, ventricina. Meat. Hard cured sausage, yeah. Okay. You're, you're good. You're doing, you're maybe like, this is your redemption art. We have one more left. One more? One more. And it is agnoletto. Honestly,
3: That's a good. player. It
4: is. Okay, so you got seven. Okay. Seven out of...
3: 13. You did, okay. You,
4: you batted above 500.
3: Can we... Now, can we... We can play this game with other people. Yeah.
4: We, do you wanted to see if George Turquette can
3: do better than you? Yeah. yeah. Let's see if okay. we can do better than okay.
4: us. Okay. So, I'm in. Okay. George Turquette. Live from Turquettis. We're still there right now. Your Italian heritage has prepared you very well for this game. Um, okay. So, we'll start off easy because I wanted Jason to feel good when he first did it. <laughs> so, right. Capicola.
1: Oh, Italian meat.
4: Yep, it is a dry cured pork shoulder, as previously mentioned. I'm not going to explain what the meats are to you, like I <laughs> um, The next one is Spinazzola.
1: Oh, yeah, he plays for Roma.
5: Yep, That's an Italian football correct. player.
4: Copietta.
5: Can you spell it for me? Yeah,
4: C-O-P-P-I-E-T-T-E. Footballer. That is a long, thin, dried, salt-cured strip.
5: Dang. Yeah, like jerky. Okay, cool.
4: You're still doing great. Um, the next one is Noto G N O T O.
5: Oh, footballer. Yes, he correct. plays on Roma too.
4: Killing it. The next one is Strolgino, which I will spell for you: S T R O L G H I N O
2: sounds like a meat. I'm going to go meat.
4: Yeah, it's a short, matured salami from Parma.
2: Matured, wow. Which,
4: when I said that, Jason, it, like, <laughs> oh, it sounded like you were talking about a guy. Um, the next one is Locatelli. Oh, yeah, footballer. Correct. The next one is Bonucci. Footballer. He, yes. Holy cow, he's so good. He's so much better than you, Yeah, Yeah, he is. Um, the next one is, this one's so hard for me to pronounce, Ziuscolo. you spell it? C-I-A-U-S-C-O-L-O.
1: Joscolo. It's a meat.
4: It is. Correct. Smoked salami from the East Coast. (laughs) Um, The next one is Biroldo. B-I-R-O-L-D-O. A footballer? It's a Tuscan blood sausage. Oh, cool. Is that your nickname in high school? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. That would have been
4: cool. Mancini. M-A-N-C-I-N-I. Oh, Mancini. Yeah, he plays for
1: Roma, too. Center back.
4: Um... Finocchiona. Finocchiona,
1: fennel salami.
4: Correct. <laughs> this is just so Italian.
1: Finocchio is just Italian for fennel. Damn it. Yeah. Oh,
4: it's fine. <laughs> um, ventricina. It could be ventricina. Footballer? It's a hard cured sausage. To be fair, you were distracted by a gl- glass breaking. Yes. All right, last one Agnoletto. Man, Angelotti
6: is like a pasta, but I'm gonna go yeah, meet.
4: Yeah. It's a footballer. Yeah. Dang.
2: That's you a cool ass name.
4: You did still get nine.
2: Out of Thirteen. how many? Nine out of 13.
4: No, ten. You got ten.
2: Ten out of 13.
4: Ten out of 13. All right, we're still at Tripettis. We're about to have another player in the big game to see. Who wins at the end of the season, Jason? Will you tell Katie what she's about to do? By the way, this is my twin sister, Katie. Hey, what team, no idea what what doing team
3: Katie? What team do you represent?
4: Yes, I am a non-playing team member for Atletico Pogues Run. Uh, the Pogies, the best
3: in the land. The Pogies. Um, you are going to be playing a game called uh, "Are You Smarter Than a Meat Butcher?" Ugh. Um I'm real picky about meats. Carrie's going to name either a type of meat. Cut, Italian meat. Italian meat cut or an Italian soccer player. Oh, okay, okay. Will
4: will my Latin uh, component of my classics degree help me here?
3: Maybe on one or two. Okay,
4: okay, so there's 13, Katie, okay. And I'm saying meat cut or soccer player. Or yeah. is that it's right? not a meat cut, it's like a type of meat. A type of meat. Okay, okay so a type of meat, of meat or meat. Yeah. soccer player. Yeah. We're starting off, Katie, with what I believe is a lob, but because I know you don't really like encased meats much, yeah, you might not all. know this. Um, Capicola. Meat. Correct. <laughs> I also so did well, this tell is the you... Only, them, that is the only meat that is like preserved in such a way that I will buy but I have to cook it up to be crispy which I know is not the way God intended it okay alright you're doing great so far one um, the next one is Spinozola soccer player correct.
3: correct
4: copietta soccer player wrong mm. it's a thin sliced dried salt cured strip it's disgusting, disgusting. pork tree okay the next one is Noto. g-n-o-t-o oh I bet it's a meat It's an Italian football player Mm. It's so close Um, to Nduya though The next one is Strolgino Soccer player That is a short, marinated, slam slam Salami from Parma Gross The next one is Locatelli Soccer player Correct The next one is Bonucci Soccer player Correct The next one is Ciascolo. Meat Correct um viroldo, soccer player. It's a Tuscan blood sausage. Oh. I wasn't gonna read all the <laughs> ones, but I had to say that because I knew how you would react. Um <laughs> don't like, I love this. Uh Mancini. Soccer player, correct. Um the next one is Finocchiona, soccer player. It's an old-world fennel sausage. Oh, I hate fennel and sausage. Um the next one is ventricina, soccer player. It's hard-cured sausage. Next one is Oh, man. Uh, meat it is an Italian football player. Mm. Okay, so Katie somehow does worse than Jason with just six. Guys, um, I hate encased meat. I did know that about you. And fennel. you do this. That sausage fennel one is my actual worst nightmare. I know. That's why, Katie, though, I wanted this to be you. It's also hard cured. Anytime I pick up yeah. my farm share and there's fennel in it, I will sneak it into someone else's box you heard it here first secret confessions one time someone DCA saw me do football. it <laughs> <laughs> and it was his box and i just looked at him and i said i gave you a free pedal <laughs> thank you katie hey, good <laughs> goodbye
5: i can't do
4: okay so jordan at to katie um we have come up with well i did before the podcast again um we're doing basically a season-long, we're going to insert these into episodes to see who has the highest score. Oh, great. Um, I've chosen to call this game, Are You Smarter Than a Meat Butcher? Um, okay.
2: So what other kind of butchers are there?
4: I know. It's. I just want it to be like the same syllable. Yeah, sure. Here. Okay. Um, I knew people were going to bring that up. <laughs> up. It's fine. Okay. So, I'm going to give you some really well-pronounced Italian words. Oh, my. And you have to tell me whether it is a type of Italian meat Ooh. or if it's an Italian football player.
2: Ooh. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I know I look like I know my meats, but this is not going to go well.
4: <laughs> we're all doing great. <laughs> um, we are starting off with what I believe is like a nice little lob. It's okay. capicola. Oh,
2: that's obviously a meat. It
4: is. a good Gabagool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next one is spinazzola.
2: That's a player.
4: It is. Correct. Yeah. The next one is Copietta.
2: That's a... Player.
4: No. Damn. It's a long, thin, dry, <laughs> dried, salt cured strips. Ah. Um, Nioto, Gnoto. Gnoto. Say it again. Gnoto. Gnoto.
2: That's a meat. Wrong.
4: It is an <laughs> Italian football player. Um, <laughs> Strolgino. That's a meat. It is. Correct. Locatelli.
2: That's a player for sure. Correct. Yeah. Bonucci. Mmm. That, that is a player, but also salted. Oh.
4: It's a player. Yeah, all right, cool. Um, Siascolo. That's a meat. Correct. Beraldo.
2: That is a player.
4: Tuscan blood sausage. Damn it! Mancini. That's a player. Correct. Minociona.
2: That's a great meat. It, it, oh, wow. That was He Katie's has very opposite opinions
4: of Katie. Yeah. We refer to that as her worst nightmare. <laughs> um, she neither likes sausage nor fennel. Okay, um, alright. I okay, guess I'm going to sausage. Vintricina.
2: Vintricina? That's a player.
4: No. Hard to sausage. Mm. Agnoletto.
2: That's a meat. It's a football. Damn it. You
4: did tie with Katie, which ah. is pretty embarrassing. She, <laughs> hates, she hates most meats especially encased ones or cured ones wow. and she also does not watch any Italian. yeah yeah but jordan you did you wow. know you did great you, I, not everyone can win that's the thing It's like sure cool. but uh,
5: only a few can lose <laughs> <laughs> thanks for playing well.
4: thank you <laughs>
3: It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood A beautiful day for a neighbor
2: Would you be mine? Could you be mine?